This video is part of an audiobook series featuring Designing Reality, How to Survive and Thrive in the Third Digital Revolution by the Gershenfeld Brothers in 2017. For more audiobooks, please visit my YouTube channel, find me on Spotify, or visit my website for downloads. Conclusion The year is 2017. Gas is $2.39 per gallon. Drake's More Life is topping the charts. Trump is in the Oval Office, Macron is in the Elysee, and Brexit has become official. Star Wars The Force Awakens is leading the box office. The new ShopBot Desktop Max debuts at $9,857. Epilogue has introduced its new Fusion Laser Systems starting at $79.95, and the new Sindo 3D Walks 3D Printer comes out at $12.99. You are sitting in a Starbucks enjoying a venti half-sweet no-foam caramel macchiato. You happen to sit down next to Neil, Joel, and Alan Gershenfeld, who are having a lively debate about their new book, Designing Reality. At first, the ideas they are debating seem far-fetched. Billion-fold improvements in digital fabrication performance? Anybody being able to make almost anything? Personal fabrication? You express skepticism. They tell you the signs are there if you know where to look and then they show you where to look. The more you learn, the more you realize that this is indeed something you need to take seriously. The exact timing may be unclear, but you realize that you may have just been given an opportunity to see around the corner into a radically different future. Now you have to decide what to do with this knowledge. To help with that process, Neil, Allen, and Joel offer the following action steps. Goals and Recommendations the third digital revolution will not happen to us, we will make it happen. In this spirit, we offer a series of goals and recommendations, all building on the roadmap and the model for predictive transformation. We start with suggestions for the sciences and social science, followed by recommendations for each stage of the projected roadmap. Most of the world is not familiar with, or only vaguely aware of, digital fabrication. For many, digital fabrication is simply 3D printing. By recognizing that digital fabrication builds on and extends the underlying science that drove the first two digital revolutions, we will accelerate the necessary basic research during the third digital re revolution, helping people understand both the full range of technologies for digital fabrication in the short term, as well as the emerging science of fabrication in the long term. Given this, our first overarching societal goal is the following to commit to advancing the emerging science of digital fabrication. This goal might sound straightforward, but today, related work is fragmented across multiple institutional boundaries. Toward this goal, we have a number of supporting recommendations, including this one for scientists and researchers, to integrate the development of digital communication and computation with that of digital fabrication. The core thesis of this book is that technical and social systems need to proactively co-evolve with the greatest influence occurring early on in the process. Thus, we have this recommendation for social scientists. To recognize and support the capacity of the social sciences to proactively help shape the third digital revolution through advances in theory, tools, and methods. Ultimately, for effective co-evolution of the technical and social elements of the third digital revolution to emerge, each of the communities must embrace the process. For this to happen, we make this recommendation. To establish formal and informal opportunities to bring together social scientists, 
technologists, storytellers, and other stakeholders to co-create integrated aspirations for the third digital revolution. Given that Lasse's law is not a law of nature, but will be driven by a combination of technological innovation and socially constructed forces, we also recommend this for all FAB stakeholders. To foster a shared sense of urgency, focus, and resources to drive continued exponential gains in digital fabrication performance and reach. With these overarching goals and supporting recommendations in mind, we now turn to the four stages of the roadmap. Most of the goals and recommendations are targeted at the first stage, community fabrication, since this is foundational for all that follows. As the number of recommendations indicates, considerable foundational work is needed. Community fabrication. The technology for Fab Labs is here right now, and we have had 10 years of developing the social systems to effectively run a Fab Lab. With this in mind, here was an overarching goal for the third digital revolution, starting with the community Fab Lab phase. Make universal Fab inclusion a global priority. To help accomplish this goal, we offer the following recommendations for specific groups of stakeholders across the Fab ecosystem. To social impact investors, the three recommendations here. First, establish digital fabrication as a leading social impact investment sector. Second, engage leaders from the FAB ecosystem to advise investors on opportunities for maximizing both social impact and financial returns. And finally, develop mechanisms for tracking the economic and social impacts of FAB investments. To government leaders, these recommendations. First, spend time in local FAB labs to understand the impact on communities and to share what you learn. Second, integrate digital fabrication technologies with existing digital divide initiatives. And finally, step in where philanthropy and industry are not effective, addressing the most difficult rate limiters for creating public value and mitigating harm. For philanthropists, these three recommendations. First, focused grants, missions, and program-related investing on key FAB threshold issues and support a FAB-enabling ecosystem. Second, seek synergies across public and private sector FAB funders. And embrace the opportunity to become the Carnegie of, of public FAB labs. To community leaders, these two recommendations. Connect local FAB labs in businesses, colleges, and universities, and community-based organizations. And make fab labs in every town and school a basic assumption, like public and school libraries. To the stakeholders across sectors, these recommendations. Track, document, and build on examples of fab labs and personal fabrication, enabling individuals and communities to become more self-sufficient. And integrate fab and maker pioneers, including those in education, economic development, prosthetics, food, and security into social impact organizations. For the current FAB pioneers and entrepreneurs, we offer the following recommendations based on common standards and shared principles. First, FAB labs, makerspaces, hackerspaces, and other similar facilities should collaborate on common standards and shared principles while maintaining independent identities and approaches. Second, producers of digital fabrication equipment and software should also collaborate on common standards and shared principles while maintaining independent identities and approaches. 
And finally, the commons for digital fabrication should be supported, including the shared technological, organizational, and institutional infrastructure. We also offer these recommendations focused on collaboration and knowledge sharing within and across communities. First, provide mechanisms to propagate effective practices within and across digital fabrication ecosystems, periodically mapping points of alignment and misalignment among stakeholders. Second, continuously evolve the FAB Charter so that it can serve as a shared foundation for governance, operations, and growth, spanning stakeholders and ecosystems. And third, build on small agreements around access, literacy, ecosystems, and risk toward societal grand bargains. We make the following recommendations around creating an open and robust market ecosystem. To cultivate marketplaces and distribution platforms that are effective, open, transparent, and aligned with FAB culture. Two, continuously scan for and support promising must-have products and services, drawing in capital to the sector. Thirdly, develop shared platforms for understanding, sourcing, and building with local, reusable, and environmentally friendly materials. Also, design the work associated with digital fabrication so that it is characterized by fair treatment and constructive resolution of disputes. And finally, have a plan for when there is resistance to the democratization of digital fabrication by those whose interests are threatened. People are, of course, at the heart of the fab ecosystem. Here are recommendations to increase the human capacity. First, identify, support, and expand the number of mentors and leaders within and across community fab labs and related facilities. Second, recognize the need for individual and collective input in developing digital fabrication technologies. And, with a nod to Hawken Carlson, every fab lab should have a kitchen. Next, we go to the second stage of the roadmap, personal fabrication. This stage is comparable to the computer kits used by early adopters in the 1970s and 1980s. In personal fabrication, there is a concern that these millions of early personal fabrication adopters will be a select and fortunate group, with the vast majority of the planet left behind. With this in mind, we suggest this goal. To foster the development of extensible, cost-effective, and intuitive tools for digital fabrication in the home and in small businesses. To accomplish this goal, we need researchers and fab pioneers to develop examples of how individuals can have varying levels of fab capability in the home and small businesses beyond a 3D printer. To help accomplish this goal, we offer the following recommendations. First, partner with anthropologists and other social observers to follow early adopters in small businesses and the home, documenting emergent use patterns and identifying potential rate limiters and accelerators. Second, develop protocols and standards so that industrially generated modular components that are hard to produce locally can be integrated into personal fabrication. Third, track emerging economic models like barter, commercialization, open source, blockchain, etc. to shape digital fabrication practices in ways that advance both sustainability and personal fulfillment. Fourth and finally, embrace the development of organizations that can make organizations and institutions that can make institutions to grow along with machines that can make machines. Now the third phase, universal and ubiquitous fabrication. 
This stage involves going from a million to the equivalent of a billion fab labs. The fourth phase, ubiquitous digital fabrication, leads to the equivalent of a trillion fab labs when digital fabrication makes not just almost anything, but also almost everything. For all but the most technically oriented readers, the last two phases are very abstract. It is hard to visualize exactly how people will make things with digital materials. Even more challenging is to understand where people fit into the process of assemblers assembling assemblers. Ultimately, the underlying technologies and the algorithms that drive these technologies should be created with integrated humanistic values. Therefore, the broader population needs to advance goals such as the following. First, harness the power of popular media to create inviting aspirational visions of preferred futures enabled by digital and programmable materials. Second, to build transparency into advanced digital fabrication technologies and algorithms. Even with the best of intentions, however, there will be unintended consequences. Mechanisms for risk mitigation are essential. These are best addressed now, when there are fewer countervailing practices and entrenched interests. Bring risk mitigation methods into the development of digital and programmable materials now, at the beginning, when it is easiest to do so. Each of these summary recommendations builds upon the others. The ecosystems needed for community fabrication continue to be important when it becomes personal fabrication, and the modular nature of personal fabrication lays the foundation for the universal and ubiquitous phases. All the phases depend on continued innovation of both technical and social systems. Many of these recommendations will not be easy, but we can, have, we can collectively accomplish these goals if we are motivated to do so and have the enabling platforms and services. We need to shape and continually reshape our organizations and institutions even as we live within them. To paraphrase Apollo 9 astronaut Rusty Schweikart, we are not passengers on the third digital revolution roadmap. We are the crew. Thank you for watching. Please like, subscribe, and visit my channel for more exciting content.